All right. Hello and welcome to the last week two preview. Week one was absolutely crazy. Um, if you want to take a look at our review, it came out a couple of days ago on Monday. Go ahead to our uh, YouTube channel and ch check it out. Um, please, as always, like and subscribe our YouTube channel and follow us on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Last Place FP. I am here tonight with my wonderful co-host, Josh Richter. Thank you for being here. Uh, we are here to talk week two. What is first up first this up, Thursday? Well, first up, let's also mention, uh, unfortunately, we had to put Ethan on the... Uh, on the oh, short-term no, IR, right. uh, but yeah. he'll be with us. He's uh, out this week. Be, yeah, he's out this week, but he'll be with us soon. But the he first will. game, though, is a barn burner. Yeah, this is going to be real fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it. It is the Chargers versus Chiefs Thursday night football. Justin Herbert versus Patrick Mahomes. And I believe to... this is in Kansas City as well. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. That's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, more than anything, I'm looking forward to watching uh, Mike Williams and Josh Palmer in in the wake of Keenan Allen's injury and him not being there. I think they're gonna they're gonna do pretty well. So um, last time Keenan Allen was out. Josh Palmer went ham and really did really well. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I mean, that's a really good point that you bring up. Keenan Allen today was just mentioned that um, was just announced that he's out. So not playing. So you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Kelsey, you're starting Herbert, you're starting Eckler. I guess my two questions yeah. for you would be, are you willing to put Josh Palmer in your flex? And then the other question is, how confident are you in Mike Williams? So with Keenan Allen out, I'd say there's a possibility that he does pretty well. Um, I'm talking Mike Williams. Um, I I don't have I I'm one of those few people that don't really have a whole lot of faith in Mike Williams. I invest years ago when he was really young. And it did not work out for me. He didn't produce the way I thought a number two wide receiver would do. Um, he was a flash in the pan. Like at once every three or four weeks, he would blow up, get like a 20 something point game and then go quiet for the next three or four weeks. Oh yeah. Inconsistency I, is the name of the game for Mike Williams. Yeah. And inconsistency is not what I like to have on my team. I don't like to have that. I like consistency. If I can get 15 points out of a player, I'll keep him. But um, I think Josh Palmer is worth a flex consideration. I think Mike Williams is too. Um, but like you said, Eckler, um, Travis Kelsey, I even to some degree CEH is a lock for this week. Um, man. I'll be very interested to see how CEH does because I yeah. think that's going to give us a good indication of how this Chargers defense is. 
Yeah. If CEH can't get the ball going, then that just that just is going to tell you that Chargers defense is for real. And then they're mm-hmm. honestly, to me, a defense stash. Like they have talent all three levels of the field. I think for sure. For me, I'm more interested in that because if you can find that defensive stash that you can run with the whole year, yeah, then by all means, like that's that's more power to you. And to where it lets you be flexible and like go after mm-hmm. a few trades because you know where, like you said, consistency where you're yeah. going to get a couple points. Yeah. Um, and and defense and kickers, it's all about consistency. Exactly. If I'm getting uh, negative points from my my kickers and my uh, defenses, I'm not keeping them on. Happen. So. Ex- exactly. Now the question I do have for you is. How confident are you in Gerald Everett? Because for me, I know we, we made a joke about it last week and that Gerald <laughs> Everett's like, why? Why are we doing it? But literally, I mean, based on his last last week's performance, I think he is a very much in play tight end waiver mm-hmm. wire that a lot of people have done this song and dance with him and no one yeah. would probably pick him up. So I personally say Gerald Everett is a must get. I think he's a must week. get. I think he's a must get. Um, but he's a stash. I don't trust him yet. Um, there's a reason why he's bounced in and out of different teams. Um, I he might have found his place here, but I w- I don't just don't trust him yet. I think you need to stash him, let him sit on your bench for a week or two. If he proves to be fairly consistent, do it. You like, wouldn't trust him now, even though uh, Keenan Allen's out. I don't. That, I that's don't. the because only reason Herbert's, why I give it thought. Her, Herbert doesn't really lean on his tight ends very much. <laughs> I that's mean, fair. he he doesn't. So I I don't know. I don't really trust him yet. I think he definitely deserves to be on somebody's roster, though. So oh yeah, absolutely. I would stash him. Especially if you're looking at Njoku, or if you if you bought in on Njoku, I'd rather get Gerald Everett than Njoku. Like that oh, kind for of sure. level. I for mean, sure. that's basically. I mean, that's basically the things to watch yeah. for in that game. That oh oh, it's gonna be so. Yeah, one, one more. more, one more. Um, not very fan immediately fantasy relevant, but Isaiah Pacheco. You put him on so your roster. Right. I will tell actually, Ryan. In beyond, deep... Oh, go ahead. I want. I will one up this. I say it's okay. time to get up now. Ceh yeah. has shown that he hasn't been healthy. Jarek McKinnon is all right, but he's yeah. never had. Uh, yeah. He's never really had that full time workload. Well, I think Pacheco might be here to stay. Yeah, and Pacheco. Yes, it was garbage time. You know they, they were already up. That's why they threw him in instead of Ceh. But it was a garbage time. Well, what was it? Two drives that he was in. All of it was garbage time that he was in, but he was very efficient, very efficient with his, his rushes. So I, I honestly think you're right. Like he's here to stay. Um, So in deeper leagues, stash him. I think I have, I have him on one of my taxi squads. And he's probably going to sit there most of the year, but I have I have him in, in another two leagues 
but I actually drafted him. I wanted to draft him because I, I, I believe in him. I think he's going to be pretty good. Never really had a whole lot of faith in CEH. Didn't really think a whole lot of him, of CEH throughout his career. So I think Pacheco may be that next step. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Um, I will also, yeah. Uh, what, and the one Go more thing. Lo- I love how we're doing one more thing about this game. But it's, <laughs> one, more uh, thing. one more thing. One more thing. Um, Sky Moore is interesting. I think Juju yeah. did pretty good. I think MVS was kind of the forgotten one, but I think Sky Moore might get more of a look. Yeah. Well, what I really liked about that Kansas City offense is it wasn't the Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey show anymore. Travis Kelsey still got quite the workload, but you saw Pat Mahomes spread the love and spread it to a bunch of different wide receivers and we already went through that you know in our in our preview of last or our review of last week so for those of you listening go check that out but um you know i really like that he spread the love man he he made sure to spread the ball around um that gives me a lot of hope for this kansas city offense maybe bring it back to its former glory so uh moving on to our next matchup sunday one of the noon games, Buccaneers versus Saints. I, the the main reason why I'm going to be watching this movie is to see if that Saints Rushdie is solid. And if Cordero I, Patterson was a fluke last week. So yeah. I want to see if Fournette, who actually just smashed the Dallas defense, ran all over them. I, I want to see if if they're the real deal uh, going up okay. against Fournette. All right. So I have another thing. So Godwin's going to be out for this game. So I yeah. think Julio definitely becomes a wide receiver too, in mm-hmm. my opinion, to him and Gage. Yep. Just because, yep. I mean, Brady does like to spread it around. Also because the Saints lost two of their sta- uh, safeties. They lost yep. uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in a trade and then Marcus Williams in the offseason. Yep. So that's that, I think that's something to take a note of. On top of that, Rashad yeah, White got sure. a lot of play that I did not expect, which makes me think, are they trying to use him more? Because he kind of basically skipped over Keyshawn Vaughn. And we always thought Keyshawn Vaughn's a guy, especially mm-hmm. in Dynasty, but I think it's Rashad White. I See, I've been hearing whispers of Rashad White, and I think that, you know, I think he's the the heir apparent to Fournette. Um, I think they're throwing him in um, I, I also heard whispers about them wanting to throw in Rashad White because of health issues for Fournette. They want just to keep, keep him healthy. They want to keep him healthy because he's a powerhouse. I mean, Fournette, he's great, but they want to keep him healthy. That's a big thing. So um, throw, I don't, I don't see Rashad White taking very much from Fournette, but he'll definitely be there. Um, I bring it up because he got yeah. a lot, way more reps against Dallas than I thought. Maybe it's because they knew the the, the game was over, but yeah, it's more than likely to take note of. More than likely, it was a, a Ceh and Isaiah Pacheco moment where you know they want to take some of the heat off of Ceh for a drive or two, let him rest. They throw in Pacheco, so you know having having Rashad White go in there and take some of that heat 
from Fournette. Let Rashad White pound the ball a little more and then, you know, let Fournette come in there. So on the other side of the ball, I do want to talk about some things. Landry. Honestly, that was a surprise to me to see Landry used so much. I think in in this game, he's going to get used a lot. If you're in a PPR league, I think Landry could be a game, uh, a league winner personally. Yeah. Just because you're not going to be, you're not going to get him for much. mm -hmm. He was probably either a late round pick to begin with. Yeah. And, but there is a good chance he's not on the roster right now. Yeah. And I think that's just a sneaky ad, kind of like uh, what Cordero Patterson was last year. For sure. And By the so way, I, I agree with you. I just picked up Cordero Patterson on the waivers this week in one of my leagues. He was on the waiver wire. I was so Wait. surprised. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Which league? Which league? Oh, it was a it was a throwaway ESPN league. But I was Man, just I've... looking. I was just looking through today. While I was getting a haircut, and I'm like. What the heck? Like, yeah, oh my no, gosh, I, I have to, I have to grab him. I did that one. I, I, I did that with another player that we'll talk about in another game yeah. because I finally watched the condensed game version of it, mm-hmm. and it completely changed my perception on what happened. Interesting. Um, but yeah, as far so, as I know, the Saints, Jarvis Landry. I think we need to be watch for Camara. Camara is the yeah. interesting one it, because I, I think they said ribs I believe was the issue why he didn't get as yeah. much um, reps but it could be a prolonged issue who yeah. knows but also that Bucks defense is really good so, so I think you yeah. might need to temper your expectations still keep them in your lineup because it's Camara mm-hmm. but temper your expectations yeah it's it's Camara but uh, even you know Superman has his has his limits on what he can do yeah exactly um, and he has been superman for the last couple of it, years exactly exactly i have two more players to talk about on this team one is just a brief thing and then i want to talk a little in depth on one other michael thomas michael thomas yep. had That's a great game dude. had a great game he's he's worth a flex in uh, some of the deeper leagues off more than likely dynasty he's already taken but um, redraft leagues, he, he might be, be just stashed on somebody's bench. Can, can I um, throw in a question at you about Michael Thomas? Because he's the definitely one person I want to talk about. Yeah. Is he a trade for candidate for you? Or is he a trade away candidate? Um, I think he's a trade away candidate. He's, he's really risky right now, but he may be pretty good trade bait just because of his name. Um, with Olave there and Landry taking a majority of uh, targets um i think michael thomas is still a threat but i think he's more of a deeper flex um because i don't think he's going to be getting two touchdowns a game to make him really fantasy relevant yeah. the only so. reason i ask is that he, he's he's definitely was on a snap count right that kind of got quickly erased yeah. when they were trying to win the game and i'm like hmm okay he is kind of ready yeah. And I'll, so the my immediate thought is, hmm, now he, I know he won't get two touchdowns in every game, mm-hmm. but if his snap count goes up, does he become a viable option? And I think it's something to monitor because if, because if he's going to get multiple mm-hmm. targets like with Jameis throwing him the ball, then I say he might be a trade for candidate. 
Okay. I'm personally on the mindset that it's been so long since Michael Thomas has played that I don't know if people in, in your home leagues remember Michael Thomas and how yeah. good he was. Oh, yeah. I mean, people who so, got in the league last year or the year before are going, who's Michael Thomas? Exactly. Yeah. And Who's and even then, everyone who's played like always put a certain asterisk onto like his like yeah. scoring title. So it's like, does he really have that weight that people assume that he has? So for for players like me who, and you who have seen the explosiveness that Michael Thomas had, he may be trade bait for that. But for those who don't have the or that don't know his name recognition, I guess, uh, it won't be have as much of an effect. But he may be a trade for. There's a lot of potential because he's a superstar. He is. He was for years until he got hurt. So, um, yeah, he's he may be a trade for. I consider him a trade candidate. Like yeah. trade away. I I definitely but think though if he could go either way. If he's available, I take a look. Yeah, depending on what you can get for him. Because more likely, you you are going to have more people bank on Julio mm-hmm. than go after Michael Thomas. Oh, and yeah, I think sure. both will put up a similar output, in my yeah. opinion. It may, it won't be the same, but it may be in the same eight, like same point yeah. range to where you're feeling good about it. Okay, so I had one more person. I'm just going to brief. This is the guy I kind of wanted to go in depth on, but I don't want to spend too much more time. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill okay, would where... be a great option. I know he didn't catch many balls, but he's very obviously a threat in that offense. And he has been when he's been out on the field and utilized. Honestly, Ryan, I think so... we should go in depth on this, and here's why. Okay. I am going to say this as a fantasy owner who is trying to win. If there is a chance for you to bend the rules, by all (laughs) means, bend them. Taysom Hill is your bend. And literally when he was a quarterback and no one knew where he played from quarterback or tight end. Yes. I, I put him in my tight end slot. I, I am a, I am a degenerate like that, but (laughs) I think for someone who is guaranteed five runs a game, yeah, passing is a little bit of a question mark. But if he's going to be a running back, like that's like putting, that's like having four running backs in one lineup. Yep. Yeah. And and like that's where it's like in in where the tight end position is right now, that might be worth a long ball shot. I wouldn't say he'd be a mainstay, but if you're if you really like the matchup, yeah, I think you should not be afraid to make the move and to bend the rules like that. Yeah, I mean, if you really look at what he's what he did last week, you know, he was he wasn't really utilized as a as a pass option. He had one target one target last week and that's it the rest of the points he made from rushing four times for 81 yards and a touchdown so they're they're scheming him in almost like cordero patterson yes almost almost they're using him as a rushing threat which i think is awesome for a tight end you know he was the number three tight end last week 
which is awesome. Which so, is also crazy considering what tight ends did la- uh, um, literally last week. It, 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 was a, it was a rough one. But yeah, I think... I think Taysom Hill is one you should be looking at. I don't, again, I don't think it's a a mainstay, but definitely someone you should be looking for. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All righty, right. What's the next game we got? Okay, the next game we got is Pats versus Steelers. I am not excited. <laughs> for- I'm not either. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be a great game. Well, here's, the here's the thing. Mac Jones has not looked good. <laughs> Well, he did not look good last week. Why? Well, I, I bet you. I'm. He has back spasms now. Like he literally is in pain. Najee True. Harris may not be a hundred percent efficient. It's, and to which, even, even the Najee plays, I'm not confident. And if Najee yeah. doesn't play, I don't know how confident I would be in Jalen Warren. I think maybe yeah. Deontay would be your PPR value to look at. And Fryermuth, yeah. I think you'll play. Fryermuth for sure. Out of any fantasy option here, I think it's Fryermuth and Deontay are the only ones I'm curious in. Hmm. Until we know more about Najee and until... Like, actually, not just until we know more about Najee. Because even Najee, like, I, I would not have my hopes up for his fantasy output this week. Yeah, I... I don't know about him yet. They said he's all clear. Like he won't be missing any time or at least a a significant amount of time. I think that's something that we should like go into depth on our news and injuries post. um, For sure. Because that we can really have a decent uh, outlook on when we do it on Saturday. Oh yeah. And by then we'll probably have an answer whether he's playing mm, or not. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting, I don't know if this was after Najee left the game, but Claypool got six rushing attempts. Yeah, six rushing attempts hold, from Claypool. Let me, re- um, I'm going to bring up these stats. Because that, that interested me more than anything out of this. Because I don't know if he's going to be taking like kind of a Debo route, except he's not a wide receiver one. If he's going to be used in the rushing game to like help take some pressure off of Najee, well, holy crap! He had six for thirty-six. He did. Jalen Warren is three for seven. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I don't know if that was like sporadic throughout the game or once Najee left, because he those had, are two things that like are very different. He had different the most all-purpose yards. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would go after Claypool. Yeah, I because, didn't realize that. Yeah, I think you know with, with how Debo shined in that offense in San Fran last year, how he was utilized. I think other teams are kind of taking that hint. approach. But yeah, even then, like that, you have a true receiving option, and then you have a true running option. Like Claypool's mm-hmm. big enough to where he can take those hits. Yeah, and that then that opens up the fact that you can go Claypool, Deontay, Pickens if you want to. Yep, and then Fryermuth's still there, and then you yeah. technically have two running backs on the field, 
Oh, I would yeah. go after Claypool. Right? Yeah. I stash him right now because especially because mm-hmm. imagine this scenario. What did we learn in the offseason? That they were going to lighten up Najee's workload. Because yeah, he because played he almost just 100% taking... of the snaps last year. Yeah, he was taking too many hits. Like, what if he, he their was. backup... Yeah, what if their backup running back is not Jalen Warren? Hmm. What if it's Claypool? <clears throat> that would be an interesting... Uh, I, that would be an interesting thing. I'm going to be very... I, I, I might stash that. Claypool just for that. Like, if if there is an iota of, of a possibility that they will use Claypool in that manner, mm-hmm. I am stashing Claypool. For sure. I, yeah. I'm in fact, in fact, I'm looking up there to see if he's available in one of our leagues. No, hold, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. You are not no, going he's not, to. he's not. Available. You are not going to pull that from Shiggity on me. He's not. I already just picked up Tyreek, or not Tyreek, Taysom Hill. Oh, good for you. While we were talking, I just like looked him up and I was like, wait. Oh my God, without Dak, it's not, I don't think he's going to produce very well. But okay, so that was pretty much it uh, when it comes to Pats and Steelers. Um, there's not many solid wide receiving locks on the Patriots. And I mean, Harrison Ramondre split almost right down the middle all game. I I still I will still play them because they may be the only options New England has. Yeah. I they're, just they're not, deep flex, not as confident. Yeah, very like a very deep flex. Deep flex. Um, honestly, <laughs> borderline just bench until one yeah. of them gets hurt and the other takes the, <laughs> the entire workload. So, Jeez. if if something like that happens, then definitely you're yeah definitely have the other one ready ready to go because they will be an automatic probably running back too so um okay the next lineup uh dolphins versus ravens i think this will be the real test for tua against that baltimore secondary i agree with you yeah tyreek and waddle true pair of wide receivers they're locks yeah um definitely Keep them in your lineup if you have. Definitely one. think Chase Edmonds could be a very viable mm-hmm. PPR uh, option. Yes, uh, a viable PPR option, but I don't think he's a running back one. I think no, he, he has flex. flashes of running back two potential, but he's a high end flex, maybe yeah, low end RB two. No, he's one hundred percent a high end flex for me. Yeah. So, um, on the other side of the ball, Lamar. I mean, lock. every week lock, every week lock. Um, J.K. Dobbins might be back this week. I think they're going to be working him into the offense. Yeah, I it, don't it think they're going to throw him out right away. So, based on how the Ravens' uh, intentions have been, uh, on like I guess intentions as far as like recovery and bringing injured players back. They're not going to give him a full workload to begin with. It, yeah. it will one hundred percent be on a snap count mike so if if you're running backs if you're looking for another out of the blue kind of flex i would drop mike davis i would get Kenyon drake as soon as possible mm-hmm. yeah for sure for I, sure um Kenyon drake is a good ad um also bateman and duvernay they both did tremendous in that last game um 
good wide receiver two um, production for both of them. I was surprised by Duvernay. Um, I expected a little more from Bateman, but I think with with Duvernay there and showing up, it kind of took a little bit of the flame away from Bateman, which is fine. You need you need two wide receiver, two solid wide receivers out there. Well, the, all right. So to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Bateman and Lamar could have connected on another two or three deep yeah. shots, and it just didn't. It happened on that one at least, but yeah. it. But I think it Bateman. There's nothing for me to worry about. They're they're using him in a lot of creative ways that that I am enjoying. So yeah. I can only hope to see that at least expand. I still think Bateman is a definite play and could be a sneaky wide receiver too. Uh, I def I would still start Andrews. I wouldn't be concerned. Um, the big thing about this game, though, <clears> is that maybe I temper expectations. You're not going to see a lot of big plays. Miami's defense is one of the best in the league. Yeah. So it's at something, especially their secondary with Javon Holland and uh, uh, who is it? Uh, wow, Xavier Howard and. Mm-hmm. Uh, by and Byron Jones, so it's, yeah, they've they've got a good. Uh, they have an incredible. They have an yeah. inc- incredible secondary. Yeah, uh, so, their secondary is great. I think they're yeah. they're going to be one of the top defenses this year. Yeah, I just it may them it may be. Leagues, so. Oh really? Yeah. Nice, but yeah, there it's going to be a really really good game. For sure. Um, those are about the only ones that I have. For, yeah, yeah, for that, for that game, that's game. about it. Um, Jets versus Brown. Um, uh, Flacco, Flacco is got another start, so I think he may be a starting option, just a, a streaming starting option if you're really oh, hurting. Like if only you drop, if, if if you had Dak, if you had I, Dak, he's a good streaming option for him. There's. Honestly, like four or five more quarterbacks I would take yeah. over Flacco, to be honest with you. To be honest, Wentz was somebody that I looked at. Wentz, I, is, Wentz is high on my list, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, also, Davis Mills. Davis Mills. I think the Jets may legitimately win this game, but it's because mm-hmm. how the Browns are built. Um, yeah. The Brown, I mean, maybe DPJ does really good against Bryce <clears throat> Hall, but Sauce is going to literally blanket one side of the field, and that yeah. Jets team can actually stop the run really well. Yeah. So I find that game to be a bit interesting, but honestly, with Jets, um, Michael Carter probably as your running back too, Brees Hall as your flex, and Elijah Moore as a flex as well. I wouldn't I, trust uh, any of the tight ends at the moment. I I like Corey Davis as a high end flex. Corey Davis is sneaky. I I agree with that yes. too. So Corey Davis is a, a surprise flex. To be honest, I I didn't expect the production that he had last week. I think what um, just helps Corey Davis is that he has a a good understanding of of mm-hmm. the route tree, especially from his time in Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, on the other side of the ball, Chubb, Hunt, um, start, start both of them. I like. I, I wasn't expecting Kareem Hunt to do as well as he did, but both no. of them produced. Unless something completely tells us that they're not mm-hmm. uh, playing Kareem Hunt whatsoever, yeah. 
start Kareem Hunt yeah. in your flex. Yeah, um, he will D- for sure. DPJ, DPJ is worthy of a wide receiver too if you have yep. it. Um, low end wide receiver too. Amari Cooper was non-existent last week. I don't know if I trust him. I I don't. I'm that is a big question mark. I think Amari Cooper will be. I think so, uh, Sauce will be on Amari mm-hmm. Cooper. So I temper your expectations. Yeah. I just sure. Carol Carolina didn't doesn't. I have to I have to figure out who their uh, their CB two is because they have J C Horn and that shut down mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. But I don't know who their second corner is. To yeah. uh, and I think that will provide some insight as to why DPJ did really well. Um, the other thing I will say is I, <clears throat> if you don't have to start Njoku, don't start him. Yeah, no, don't, don't. I just I would wouldn't trust. Him. I just won't trust tight ends in that system. Period. Mm-hmm. Especially with Brissett. Um, yeah, especially with Brissett. Okay, moving on to our next matchup: Colts versus Jaguars. They're gonna lean on JT. Uh, this yeah, this will be a JT game, but I think. JT fest. I know they want. I know the Colts want to throw the ball, but I think at this yeah. point they have to be like, "Look, we can't just mess around and tie with the yeah. Texans." <laughs> I think this could be a very heavy JT game. Alec Pierce is looking like he's in concussion protocol, so it's really Michael Pittman and everyone else. Yeah, well, and Mo so, Ali Cox is still there, so yeah, he may get a little extra with Pierce out. But um, I mean, JT but, start, but also Michael Hines. Pittman start. Hines is a good flex option in deeper leagues. Um, I would, I would, say, I would yeah. stash him if you can, especially if you have JT. He's a good handcuff. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Robinson, NTN. I I like Robinson's production. James I Robinson love, looks good. I, yeah, but you know who looks better? ZTN. Yeah. ETN just looked absolutely explosive last week. I I have a lot of faith in him. I have can a lot I, of expectations. Right, so can I bring up him, a so. theoretical here? Go ahead. You have to you have to pick one, ETN or Robinson. Mm. I think the answer is easy for me. Robinson, because he he works well in that system. He knows the system well. ETN has been injured for the most of the last year. Um. I don't. I don't know. I don't know because ETN has a lot of potential. I think for the upside, you start so, ETN yeah. because the thing is, Robinson was always one who you relied on for volume, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's not going to get that volume. Not like what made him such a compelling uh, RB two. So I personally think ETN. If you need a spike play, if you need someone that's projected ten points to get like twenty five. Yeah, it's going to be more likely from ETN than Robinson, in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. He's a very explosive player. I mean, you saw you saw that run that he had. Oh, so beautiful, where he oh, broke yeah. out to the left, and he was just weaving in and out of people like it was an art form for him. I loved it, and he was so fast, man. Very explosive. Um, another well, the last player that I have, um, Christian Kirk. Christian yep. Kirk showed up showed yep. us why he got such a massive contract at the end honestly i i thought that was going to crash and burn but after yeah. literally that's one game i saw i saw how they were using him i was like nope yeah. 
you play him. I think he, he's going to yeah. be he's going to be lined up with unlikely Stefan. Who is it? Stefan Gilmore's there. Yeah, Gilmore's. One, yeah, one. yeah. He's he'll be lined up on Gilmore. Are you starting Evan Ingram at tight end? Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, I just I don't if want it's to. if it's him or Njoku. Yeah, uh, ooh. I would go Ingram then. I would go Ingram if it was if I had to pick. So 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 basically, you know, my point is, if you have Njoku, drop him. <laughs> I'm yeah. giving you options. Yeah. I mean, if you have room on your bench, keep him until you have somebody to replace him. But, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to another afternoon game. Panthers versus Giants. All right. CMC. So, yeah, CMC and yeah. Saquon are your two locks. Yeah. For sure. Two locks. Robbie Anderson, I think, is a, a deeper league, high-end flex, maybe even wide receiver two. I hold on to him, but uh, DJ Moore is an obvious wide receiver one there. Start DJ Moore. Yeah. Prepare to get hurt again, though. Yes, that's the risk that that you have with a Baker Mayfield offense. I will tell you, if DJ Moore does not get like a solid contribution two weeks in a row, I think you cut bait as fast as you can. Yeah, and that, that's one thing that I'm, I'm kind of discouraged on because DJ Moore has been known throughout his throughout his uh, time being a wide receiver there in Carolina. He has been quarterback-proof. And, of course, you know, it, it would be par for the course of having Baker Mayfield come in and ruin that. <laughs> so, you know, was- I – He's always been that sense. Yeah, I know. He's always been that, you know, just quarterback proof wide receiver. He gets you a decent, at least 12 to 15 points a game. He's consistent, but I don't know. This last game kind of shook me a little bit, how little he was used. It definitely, it definitely shook my confidence in him, honestly, just because it's, it was like, you couldn't do more for him. You couldn't try to get him a screen. You couldn't try to do all these other things. It's just, I think Ethan said it best in our review episode. I think it is coaching and it's, and and by coaching, we mean in scheme. Uh, So I think that's really the problem with DJ Moore. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's scheme. It's scheme. Um, so I've got one more person. Um, sorry, I lost myself. Uh, so one more person. Okay. I have a prediction for this week. Oh, let, let me hear it. Sterling Shepard becomes a for sure wide receiver one for the Giants. I think you are on the right track because I was going to ask you, it's like, all right, who who are you taking as far as the Giants uh, wide receivers? I think Sterling Shepard is the answer, though. Yeah, I I think so, because he he just showed up. He showed up when nobody else would, <laughs> other than Saquon, last week, and I think he really produced. I if he continues to, which I predict he will, um, I I think he'll lock down that number one wide receiver role. 
speaking uh, in this of Gi- offense. Speaking of Giants receivers, what are we going to do about Kadarius Tony? Ooh. I I don't know. I don't know. I re- that has been a thing, that has been a big question mark I, ever since the middle of the season last year. I don't want to drop him because I know yeah. how talented he is. And Wandale's hurt, and I'm like, he's the opportunity's right yeah. there. Yeah, but he's but got I a lot of no people idea. in front of him too. So yeah, I they they used him to pass the ball, I believe one time. Yes or not? Yes. Yeah. He, he was he literally had like two opportunities that was it and it's like what they, do you do i don't know what's going on over there i don't i know with the last head coach he was in the doghouse they wanted to trade him and now all of a sudden you know this with brian double there or double however you pronounce it Dable. but Dable, with Dable there you know, I, we haven't seen anything. And I know it's only been a week, but we haven't seen him used. He was a high draft pick last year. Yeah. But and they, the thing, you they're not giving know, him anything. Yeah. You just know the regime is not tied to him. Yeah. But do you just think, I'm just trying to figure out why. And the only reason I can think of maybe now is just because maybe he, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know. Just yeah. because it's, you saw the explosion last year. You saw the opportunities. Like when given, he will do really good things with it. Mm-hmm. Except he just he, he's in basically jail for some reason. He's in football jail. And you know, who knows? It may be off uh, off field stuff that they just don't like his personality or something. This is all speculative. I yeah. have no clue what's going on, but yeah, you know, they might not like his personality. He may not click. He may not mesh with the rest of the team and that will affect, you know, coaches pay attention to that. That will oh, yeah. affect, you know, where they are in that depth chart. So I think the fact that there was talks of him being traded near the end of last year, I think, this whole organization is not really happy with him. Um, And I think that 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 went over, you know, with double. So for Dable, I always get that wrong. Okay. Um, Let's move on to Falcons and Rams. Drake London. I think he's going to take another step forward. Definitely think so. I Uh, am. I so I guess on the Falcon <clears throat> side, you're starting Drake London, you're starting Kyle Pitts. You're starting well, Patterson. Yes, you are starting Patterson. Yeah. Even though Damian Williams is hurt, I would hold off on starting Algier. Oh yeah, no, don't start Algier. Yeah. Um I I don't I'm not gonna be starting Algier. I'm gonna keep him on my bench until he proves that he's a producer. Patterson is going to take most of the of the reps out of the backfield. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, With Algier and support. Yeah. And basically on the Ram side, Cooper Cup, duh. Stafford. Yeah. yeah. Allen Robinson. How are you feeling about Allen Robinson? Um, Allen Robinson, I wasn't really happy with his performance last week. I I think he may that that may have just been them knocking the rust off. 
of this offseason. Th- that's how I up. think of it. I I think they were they had that Super Bowl hangover. Same with the the Bengals uh, last week. They were rough. Both teams very rough. Oh yeah. I think that they're going to kind of hit a stride this week. I think um, Darrell Henderson is going to produce again. Yes. I don't know why um, Acres is in the doghouse, but don't start uh, Acres. Just don't. don't I don't guys, mind it. Don't do it. You know who I picked up off of waivers this week? I swear if it was Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson. <laughs> what? Ryan, what league are you in? <laughs> I don't, I'm I'm just in a rando PPR league for ESPN, and I swear today I was like wetting myself, sitting there in the barber's chair, laughing about me picking up, uh, Darrell Henderson, and oh who else? We just talked about him, but yeah, I picked up like two starters, and I'm just laughing, I'm laughing because I'm like, what the heck, man? How, like how how are they on how, waivers? How on earth is Taysom Hill and Darrell Henderson on waivers? Yeah, yeah, that's cr- that's crazy. I know. What the heck? But I yeah, know. it's I, it's Dar- ridiculous. Darrell but... Henderson is for sure a running back two for me, um, and Allen Robinson I, for me. I I'm not worried yet. I still need a bigger sample size. McVeigh has said it publicly that they are going to scheme more for Allen Robinson. And I believe uh, uh, McVeigh, when when he says that, I almost said Shanahan for some reason. But but yeah, so I expect Allen Robinson to kind of come back to form. I think the big thing is just if Stafford doesn't trust you fully, Stafford's just not going to throw it to you. And really, I mean, you could only tell that the he was really confident in Cup. in Cooper Cup. And yeah. I think very quickly, though, Allen Robinson's going to be in that category as well. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know if he's lost his edge. Now, this is just me going on a, just a t- teeny bit of a rant. I don't know if he's lost his edge. I don't know what's going on. He didn't look like himself out there on the field. Um, and he didn't look like himself last year when he played on the Bears. I don't know what's going on with him, but there's been a significant decrease in either his drive or his focus. Something is going on. I honestly, I don't think it's. I think last year was just weird, and yeah. it's it's it was literally because he was on the field, and like when he did get the chance, he he was all right. And yeah. then Nagy just kind of threw everything on, like, like lit a skew, honestly. And it, it was just so weird. And I think with the Rams giving him this money is they they have to know he has to produce. You're yeah. probably not going to get Odell to midseason. Robert Woods is really gone. And yeah. so Allen Robinson has to be the guy, especially in the practice reps. Like, he was doing, like, really good. I think in game, maybe he was just thinking too much. It is a brand new system for him. I I don't know the differences between the Nagy and McVeigh system, but it's literally kind of apples and oranges going from a Shanahan to an Andy Reid-like system. So mm-hmm. my only guess is that he's kind of thinking too much. Last year, I, I'm not going to put it past him. Last year is a year to forget. But this one, I think he may really just be trying to figure things out. 
might be. He might be. And, you know, it may take some time for him to get situated in this new offense. So I'll I'll give him that. I'll give him yeah. that. He's just I think, looked a little he's just looked a little off the last two. I years. think if it's bad by week three is where I that's when I pushed a panic button. Yeah. So moving on to our next matchup, another Sunday afternoon game, Seahawks versus Niners. Oh, okay. Rashad Penny looked Rashad, great. Rashad Penny is a definite start. DK Metcalf, yes. definite start. Yep. Geno Smith, streaming um, candidate? Potential streaming candidate for people who lost Dak. Uh, yeah, not this for me, I, no. I still I, go wins. Yeah, I think there was a bit of a week one high slash like just confidence i think they were at home i think he just got into a rhythm and I they think... had they had the broncos by the short ones most of the game and i think he just got into a rhythm i don't want to just discount his win but or his performance because he did great um but i i don't know if there's extenuating sir or extenuating I, circumstances yeah, there i did not so. know how many people hated russ in seattle <laughs> i yeah, legitimately I, didn't a lot know. of booing yeah there there is definitely i i need to kind of that might be a deep dive into like <laughs> what really went down because that's that was shocking um yeah i would say okay so as far as 49ers i think this is their true test as long as there are no acts of god happening so mm-hmm. i definitely think we're going to get our first look at like a legit debo a legit iu a legit lance yes. the big one is elijah mitchell though he's out for two months are you going with a san francisco running back or are you just backing out of that out of that scenario entirely i think jeff wilson and debo are going to be splitting like they're going to That's, use yeah. Debo like they did last year. So I definitely agree with that. I I don't necessarily like it for Debo because that's big risk of injury for him, but he's already being used in that capacity there. So it's not going to be a huge jump. It's just going to be a couple more carries. Um but yeah, I Jeff Wilson think is both. definitely going to pick up the slack that uh, that Elijah Mitchell left. And I will think that offense will open up if Kittle actually is playing. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I think Ayuk is now a a wide receiver two candidate. Okay, you say wide start. receiver two because I, I personally I was only gonna go flex. Yeah. Because we haven't really seen in in game action of him just being that guy as a wide receiver two yet. Um and just because obviously last week was a monsoon, I, I'm not ready to pull that trigger. But well, by all means, yeah. flex, I think, is a, a definite. See, I'm a little higher on him because of the offseason chatter that him and Lance had a great connection in training camp and in uh, most of the offseason. So I'm kind of basing most of, you know, that ranking of him as a wide receiver, too. Now, when I say wide receiver, too, I mean low-end wide receiver, too, borderline with flex. Um just because of that chemistry that they had uh, throughout training camp. So 
we'll see it if Debo has to now step into more of the role of running back wide receiver tandem. Um, you we might see Ayuk now step into that wide receiver one spot that Debo has to vacate. So who knows? Um, we'll see because I, I could see it happening. I could definitely see it happening. Um, let's see who else do we have? Uh, Trey Lance is probably Trey the Lance. big question. So yes. I, I would still start him. Mm-hmm. I do keep a close eye though. If he has another underwhelming performance, I would start considering other options. But it's definitely that one may be the trickiest to understand. I think um, give him another shot, like you said. You know, let start him again uh, because last week was an absolute monsoon. It was off. Yeah, there's so, no way to judge anybody off mm-hmm. that game. Yeah, and that was just a horrible way to start out your season, <laughs> especially losing and, to the Bears. <laughs> and the massive expectations of like, hey, yeah. we trade, we went, we traded so much to get you, yeah. so you yeah. have to work. And exactly. I I think they need to they need to utilize him, and more importantly, they need to utilize his legs. I think yes. he's got a great arm. I think they need to let him run a little more let him run a little yeah he's definitely he's definitely still a star candidate for me yeah definitely high high end star candidate all right he's got a lot of potential yeah he definitely does next game let's uh commanders and the lions so remember i I was telling you that there's i watched the condensed game and there was a player that complete that i had my perspective completely changed Mm -hmm. it's curtis samuel yeah. If there's any receiving option, I picked up Curtis Samuel in multiple leagues. For because sure. this is a must get. How they were using him kind of in a weird uh, Debo role, but not as powerful mm-hmm. or not as physical. But he, he had the most targets out of any of the receivers um, and the, the rushing uh, carries to boot. I definitely think this is someone to look for. Carson Wentz definitely they're they they're doing a lot of dink and dunk, especially in that last game. And I think it's just to get Carson Wentz into a rhythm. And I think it worked for the most part. Yeah. I definitely think Carson Wentz needs a lot more plays to get into rhythm mm-hmm. rather than, hey, third and ten, <clears throat> I need you to make this throw. And I know exactly. we haven't thrown the ball in like four plays, but you gotta do it. And yeah. I think that's and not we... Carson Wentz's style. Exactly. So personally, Curtis Samuel is one where I think be, keep your eye on him. That is a potential wide receiver two league winner stash, mm-hmm. in my opinion, as long as he stays healthy. Terry McLaurin, wide receiver two, borderline. I don't even think about starting along with Dotson. Yeah. Um. Actually, I want to take a look actually, at this because I don't – I believe okay he didn't i thought he had some rushing snaps that he had but I, I was wrong McLaurin? no 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 curtis samuel um yeah he, yeah he definitely had some i'm not seeing anything oh that's I... kick return that's kick return well that, yeah. that 
I think he he might have had some rushing yards. Um, but I, that's interesting that he was used in the rushing or rushing uh, the rushing game. So um, I will look that up for you. I I like Jahan Dotson. You're gonna judge me for this, but I like Jahan Dotson over McLaurin. Um, to be honest with you. I think I might be on that train too. Interesting. And, and See, I wasn't on- very high on Jahan Dotson in the preseason or in this offseason. But the with his performance on Sunday, I was wholly surprised and honestly elated that he got the work that he did. Because he just, he seems like he brought new life to that Washington offense. I, I just think a, just another dynamic receiving option yeah. is just so big. And it, it, for, I think McLaurin loves it. <laughs> I, I think I mean, yeah, he does. Because, McLaurin, because Terry was getting doubled because yeah. there was no option. Yep. And Curtis Samuel was hurt. Personally, though, I mean, literally Curtis Samuel had eight catches for 55 yards. Mm-hmm. Like in PPR, that's 14 points. Plus he had a touchdown. So that's like 20 right there. Yeah. And then he had four carries for 17 yards. It's just that balance workload. If you yeah. can get if you can get him, like that's literally a Cordero Patterson situation to where it's yeah. like, oh, no I am winning weeks because of this guy. And I had to spend nothing yeah. to get him. But I definitely think Dotson over Terry right now. For some reason, Washington does not want to scheme up Terry. Mm. Makes no sense to me to make, and it's it's infuriating at this point. <laughs> I would go with the upside of Dotson over Terry until yeah. I see something different out of Terry McLaurin. Yeah, and against this porous Lions defense, I think that's a very good start. Yeah. Um, Lions okay. side. Yeah, on the on Detroit. I've got three locks. Okay. Swift, Amon yep. Saint or Amon Ra, Saint yep, Brown, God. and Chark. I think there's three locks. Ooh, Chark, I think there's a fourth. Okay. Oh, and uh Hawk Hawkinson. Yep, there we go. That's Hawkinson is obviously a lock at tight end. Swift, lock at running back. Saint Brown, wide receiver two lock. Yeah. And I think Chark as a flex merits a flex. To low end wide receiver too. I personally um, with Chark would focus on the matchup. Yeah. I think Commanders is a good matchup, so I would start Chark as well. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think Chark is not wide receiver two, lock him in while you can kind of situation. I think you okay. really have to play the matchup game. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Okay, so moving on to the next. Uh Bengals versus Cowboys. Oh boy, if you have not picked up the Bengals defense. <laughs> yeah. Um Joey B lock Mixon. Yep. Lock. Chase. Uh, Chase lock. lock. Be on the um, lookout about T. Higgins. No one really knows whether he's been confirmed out or not. I would pick up Tyler Boyd. I would definitely um, yep. That's he automatically becomes move. a wide receiver too. For yep. sure. Hayden Hurst had a couple good plays at tight end, but I still need to see a bigger sample size, whether to see he is a legitimate yeah. tight end candidate. There's just so many options that in Cincinnati yeah. where I'm just, yeah. Ugh. Um, on the Cowboy. other oh, end boy. of the ball, 
the dumpster fire that is Dallas right now. Um, everything's up in the air for Dallas. I don't, I don't have strong feelings about any of these guys. I think they could, like Elliot Pollard. Um, I think maybe CD. maybe Zeke. Yeah, Z- Zeke may produce. Um, but then again, I mean, look at look at where Dallas was when uh, Dak broke his ankle. Yeah, look that- at their production the rest of that year. It was absolute garbage. Zeke struggled so hard. Pollard didn't do anything. The the uh, only thing that I can see happening mm-hmm. is that they commit to running the ball more or Cooper Cush, uh not Cooper Cush. <laughs> Cooper, <laughs> Cooper Rush. Rush. Yeah, Cooper Cush, that's what it is. Cooper, Cooper yeah, Cooper Cush. Cooper Rush might actually throw the ball to the running backs more. So to me, yeah. I'm looking at Zeke as a keep in your lineup mm-hmm. and Pollard as flex but check to see how this week goes i rather miss on i rather miss on one week and then feel confident about the rest of the season rather than trying to play this game and then get and getting it like thrown eggs in your face for Mm -hmm. this week cd lamb is still a wide receiver too but if your wide receiver room is deep i would consider moving away from him um he was shut he was shut down and I don't know whether to blame the coaching staff or him on that one. It just remains well, yet to be nobody seen. Looked good. Nobody yeah, looked nobody good. Nobody looked good. I, the, rust, the rust was real. I have no clue what was going on with that with the Cowboys. I think so they had I to think just time, time will tell with them. I yeah, think that's just what tell. we got to wait on is them to get their crap together. And without Dak, it's going to be a lot harder. But I think yeah. they need to just get their crap together. Yeah, so, it will be a lot harder for sure. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't recommend starting anybody. I think Elliot is a flex consideration. I think Elliot might be the only lock in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because most CD, likely, yeah, most likely CD he is a is good your flex too. CD is a good good flex, um, but he's going to get targeted by the best cornerbacks from every team. He's going to be mean, all over him. I mean, the defense is pretty solid in Cincy, but I think I just, to me, I think Zeke is more of a lock. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb, the only reason I can see you not starting is if your wide receiver room is deep. The yeah. issue, however, is that most likely you took CeeDee Lamb in rounds two or three. And so with that, I don't know who else I, you might have to start him out of just pure desperation yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. And unfortunately, that doesn't bode well most of the time for fa- for fantasy lineups. No, it does but not. I think a lot of people might just be stuck in that corner. Oh, so yeah, that's sure. so that's where it's just like, man, I, I don't. I know. know I'm screwed. I know I'm screwed in our dynasty league because I have Elijah Mitchell and CD Lamb. And I don't like missing either of them. My my running back I, core is already awful. Who else do you have like at my, running back? My number one running back is Josh Jacobs. Who? Yeah. And I've got backups in Singletary and Ramondre and Damian Harris. 
So I all think of them, I all will of tell you for you, uh-huh. Ramondre and Singletary are pretty interesting. And we'll talk about yeah. Singletary in a quick second. Yeah. But I definitely think Singletary is going to be a bigger option. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is that it on Bengals Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously Burrow, obviously Chase. Yeah, Burrow, Chase, and that that's pretty much it for Cowboys. Yeah. Um, the next is Texans Broncos. I didn't realize we had two Monday night games this week. Yeah, two realized. Monday nights. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we've got. Um, I'm just gonna rapid fire these. Yeah. Cooks is a lock. Mills uh, is a good. Uh, Good replacement for Dak if you're yep. willing to take the chance on him. Yeah. He's not going to produce great numbers, but he's, are you I starting, think he's going to be consistent. Are you starting Damian Fierce this week? Oh, no. Damian Pierce? I, no. I, I am waiting until I see. Uh, I am I am stashing Rex Burkhead, though. Yeah. Rex Burkhead may end up with his production. I think a flex. I think it could merit a low end flex. I, I think he's a flex, period, at this point. Really? I think in PPR and half PPR, it's a definite. He's not yeah. going to get the yard for standard, maybe touchdowns, mm-hmm. but in a half PPR, that's where the receiving value just <clears throat> comes like through the roof, and I definitely yeah. think he's definitely worth there. And in, in the words of our dear friend Ethan, all hail Rex Head. All hail Rex Head, yes. The, um, the, the, only, the only rule we live by. Oh, yeah. um, Denver, Locks, Russ, Judy, Sutton, Javante. Yes, uh, I will. I will still say Melvin Gordon's a yeah. solid RB two flex option. Flex, I'd say flex. Javante is the yeah. RB two. I got th- all the pass passing work. He was. That's the key. That to me, that's the yeah. key more than anything. They were in a oh crap, we're gonna have to throw to win it. Which yeah. that's the irony of that statement. Yeah. But it all went to Javante. And I and definitely I love think, that. I love that too because that saved yeah. that that saved him in PPR though. Because he yes. only had like seven points and then it well, was just pass after pass after had pass. A, it was he had a fumble too, if I if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Him and Melvin Gordon had fumbles at the uh, oh. at the one yard line. So that's oh something gosh. that has to be like, ooh, that's a little nervous. It's gotta be but, ironed out. But I think again, yeah. it's knocking off the rust. Like a lot of these guys didn't start in the preseason. Like they, yeah, a lot of these guys to be were the held rest. out through the preseason. So it's got to be the rest. If it, in a weird way, week one is preseason. Yeah, it's preseason. Yeah, week four, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pre- yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah. Let's see, Texan side. Are you starting Brevin Jordan at all? No. No, no, I'm, I'm not. Sorry, that, that's why I thought so. I thought maybe last ditch situation, the, but I'd rather yeah. go Evan Ingram there. And OJ, it's, I don't, it, that's I'm not starting fluke. Yeah, Again, no, I, like fluke. I said in our previous uh, podcast, he, I think he's a fluke, a flash in the plan, <laughs> flash in the plan, flash in the pan. I don't. He might think be he's a flash produce. in the plan. Yeah, <laughs> he's. If uh, he gets- I don't think he's going to produce next week. Okay. As much as what did. do you do if he gets two touchdowns again? Uh, then I'll have a lot more confidence in him. And honestly, uh, the Davis Mills um, and OJ connection are strong. Yeah, I, and I would. I definitely. Would be a, 
he would be a streaming candidate for me, even in a flex position. Yeah. You know, I, if I already have a solid uh, tight end, he'd be a flex stream for me. Oh, for sure. And again, I think Davis Mills is a streamable quarterback. Yeah. I think he should be like fought as that right now, but with Mac Jones not being as good and a couple other quarterbacks that we're having a lot of questions about. Yeah. Yes, Davis Mills should be no one's going to say it, but he is a way better quarterback. Yeah. than people give him credit for. Yeah. No joke. Um but that's all I've got for that matchup. Yeah, uh, same here. Uh I think Cardinals, Cardinals is yep. And Raiders. Um, Kyler's all... Kyler, Kyler, yes. James Conner, yes. But don't be surprised if it's another bad week. Um, Hollywood is a yikes. And Ertz is a yikes. Okay. I I have been reading up on Greg Dortch. So here's the big thing about Dortch. And it's because Rondale Moore... There is something wrong with Rondale Moore. I'm Mm -hmm. going to... Listeners, I promise you, I am going to dive deep on Rondale Moore. So, by our news and injury episode, I'll give you a I'll give you a decent guess as to as to what's going on. Yeah, Dorch, I a hundred percent agree with you, Ryan. I I feel like you and I are just reading each other's minds at the moment. He is definitely <laughs> a flex consideration yeah. for me. Because, well, I at least while Hopkins is out, yes, while Hopkins is out, I'd say stream him in a flex position because there's obviously something there with Kyler. (laughs) Yeah. There's that you don't get that many uh, throws your way unless you've either got something going on or you got chemistry with the quarterback. So, and definitely Hollywood is a flex, even though, even though I say yikes, but that's just because that performance last week was not very good. was not great on the Raiders. Um, Right. Devontae. Devontae. All right. I was yeah, not expecting say- the production that he had. I have him as my wide receiver too in one league. I did not expect that. Like he was he was great. I love it. That, that will- connection with uh Derek Carr is there and it's there to stay. Okay, so here's here's an interesting thing. I in one league have Michael Pittman. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm going to try and use Michael Pittman if he blows up for another week to try and get Devontae. And this is also me saying I have Cooper Cup on my team. Mm. Obviously, that's an upgrade, but that's not the question. The question is, Cooper Cup or Devontae? Is it a dynasty league? No, it's a redraft. Oh, redraft? Devontae. So so that's why I say it. I am right now not afraid to go Devontae for Cup straight up. Because I think you have two more peak years with Devontae. And oh, yeah, especially downhill. if it's keeper, yeah. I, I just um, think with Cup, but, I'm, more, I'm more worried about that O-line. Mm-hmm. And like that, actually, that's one thing to bring up in that game. If that O-line's bad again, I might just... I might just move on from all my Rams options. Yeah, pull the ripcord. I mean, the really the only safe option for him, well, for them is like Cup. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe Cup gets more work, but I'd yeah. definitely be more worried. But, but um, Las Vegas, Darren Waller. Yes, Waller. Darren I Waller think Waller's a must start. Was a surprising. Uh, Considering he's been so saying much training surprising. Camp. 
Yeah. And he, he's received a lot of flack, you know, especially from last year's performance. Um, yeah, but he was very solid. Um, yeah. I will say Hunter Renfro wasn't very good. For mm-hmm. some reason, The t- his timing on routes is not there. Well, and, and I, I predicted this whenever uh, we kind of got into talking about Devontae Adams and Renfro's production this upcoming year. I don't think with Devonte Adams there that Renfro is going to get the work that he did because he's not so the wide receiver. He's not anymore. he's not going to get the same work, but I, I do think he gets more open. And mm-hmm. so here's why I bring this up. When I was watching through the game because I watched that condensed game too because I was trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. He literally it would I I kid you not, I watched him for every single Raiders play in that video. It was, he is like slowing, like he's he's moving in slow motion and then making his move, but the but the pass rush were already be there for Garrett Carr, so he couldn't look his way, or he throwed to um, Renfro late. Yeah, I personally think the issue is timing, and part of me thinks that is because for some reason I don't know if he if he's just understanding, like especially the slot position in a McDaniel scheme. There are so many intricacies and nuances and techniques that you just kind of inherently think about. Yeah. And I think Hunter Renfro is a victim of overthinking. Just, just ha- that's how he looked to me. I think if that gets fixed, Hunter Renfro will rise up to flex consideration. Maybe low potential. in my receiver too. But yeah, it's potential. I don't think it's as, I don't think the sky's falling yet is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, I just don't see with Darren Waller and Devontae Adams on the same team with Renfro, him bringing wide receiver to consideration like he did last year. Yeah, I think I, he I, might be a he might be a week to week um, flex consideration. He will not be a top ten receiver. That's a given. Yeah. He he might not even be top twenty, but he may get some utilization. So, yeah, he may get some. Um, so moving on to prime time Sunday night, Bears versus Packers. Okay, so I got a couple questions for you. Go ahead. All righty. So who are you starting at wide receiver for uh, the Packers? Demonte if the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no. Madden Ultimate um, Team. Honestly, you know who I'm starting at wide receiver? Who I wish I could start at wide receiver? A.J. Dillon. Yeah, really. <laughs> because that that boy has the hammies of a god. And he could he, probably he run is, over anybody. He is the quad father. He is the quad father. Um, I, I mean, I he's a depth. He's a lock. Definite start. Yeah, he's a lock. Aaron he's Jones a is a lock. lock, too. Aaron Jones. Yes, he's a... Okay, Aaron Jones is a lock, but he is becoming less and less of a lock to me. I think A.J. Dillon, and I've said this for the last year and a half, since the beginning of last year, last football season, I believe that Aaron uh, or A.J. Dillon is the future starter, the future of that rushing offense. Yeah, I can totally see that. I when it comes to wide receivers 
I don't know. I have no stinking clue. Um, we're going to see, um, oh, what's his name? Come back. Um, Alan, wait. Lazard. I think well, Lazard, Lazard is definitely yeah. is definitely a person worth starting. I think um, Alan Lazard is worth starting. I think Dubs? Yeah, Dubs for sure. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. I think you look at Dobbs another two weeks. Yeah, I, I think I'm, he I'm could be a flex this year. Him. Yeah, he's a definite stash. Um, I have one more player for you. Besides Christian him. Watson, you say Christian Watson, I swear. No, it's not Christian Watson. Okay, it is another pass catcher <laughs> though. I think you um, need to look at Robert Tunyon. Tunyon, that's yeah, one of the only veterans that yeah they have. One of, one of the only veterans, he's going to get back into the swing of things. He yeah. did tear his ACL middle of the year last year. Mm. I do believe he will get looked at because I do think they need another veteran like receiving option. I yeah. don't think Sammy Watkins gets it done. I don't think Randall Cobb gets it done. I So I think it's going to be Tunyon. But the, but the only issue with Tunyon, and I think the reason why I say he's a stash now is once Bakhtiari comes back and once Elton Jenkins comes back, yeah. that's when you're going to see Tunyon explode. It's just O-line issues right now for the Packers. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we is that is that it? Am I did I miss that's anybody? It. Um sweet. That's, okay. That's it for that. I, the Monday I don't want to talk about the Bears. The Bears <laughs> don't have anybody. M- Mooney and pray to God. And um uh, oh, Montgomery. Mom. Yeah, Monty and Komet. I would say, yeah, I say take a look at what Komet does this week, uh, but be very cautious. I do want to say Khalil Herbert is a stash because they're starting to use him, and in dynasty leagues, you put that boy on your bench because he will be a starter either next year or the year after. Yeah, and if it's if it if he's not starting with the Bears, he will start somewhere else. Exactly, sure. exactly. He's he's. Oh, got I can't believe I still. can't believe the Bears won last week, and then we almost forgot to talk about them for the week two preview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, I don't really want to talk about the Bears. Yeah. Okay. So, so the Monday night games, Titans, Titans Bills. Okay, we are going to see the future. Uh, AFC championship team face off against the Titans. Hmm. I, 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 I get that. They are the favorites. Let's start with the Bills. So, Bills, you're starting Josh Allen. You're starting Diggs. Yeah. The real question, are you starting Dawson Knox? Oh, I, and you're starting Gabe Davis, too. But... Uh, that's – it's a <sighs> – that's a good I'm question. Not, I'm not start. I'm. I'll be honest with you. I'm not starting Dawson Knox. I don't really? think he's a vi- he's a viable okay. option anymore. You uh, don't because no, because even last year was his good year, and he was still tight. Uh, touch not tight end dependent. Touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and with everything that they have now, when it comes to pass catchers, it's hard to include a tight end in all of that. That actually exactly. Produces. And I think that it, like he's really there for his blocking. To which then they go to. Mm-hmm. I think Singletary is the lock here. I yeah. wouldn't be, feel confident about Moss. Would not feel confident about James Cook either. James Cook, I guess you could stash just because of his passing um, work. But Singletary is their all-around complete back. 
and he yeah. is the only back you should be looking at. He was the most efficient out of the backfield, out of the three. James sure. Cook, poor was James Cook, man. The only touch that he had, he fumbled. Yeah, I I feel bad for him, but I think that you know he'll be given more opportunities as the year goes. He on. will. Um, but I also think, you know, I think that Singletary is over Zach Moss. Hundred. But I don't. I don't like the u- uh, the utilization that they had. I don't like the. I just the think split. so. Personally, for me, I think part of it you have to realize is that game was over by early fourth quarter. Yeah. The Titans, even though they lost, they are always in the game. And I think you can see Singletary out there on the field more. I think this is a good week to see if there is any uh, play uh, snap count discrepancy. Yeah, for sure. Because, because if there is, then by all means, Singletary's the guy. But if there isn't, it means they're holding true to that uh, platoon. Yeah, for sure. And I I just I hope it doesn't come down to that. I hope I that... hope. It, they bring Singletary back to that late season form that he had, you know, at the of using end of last year. Yeah, using him and him just going ham. Like they when they handed him the ball, he would just run it. He got into such a good rhythm that he produced. So um, when it comes to Bills, I'd say Locke are um, – Josh Allen, that's for sure. Yes. Diggs, yeah. for sure. Um, D- Gabe Davis, for sure. Davis Davis is a solid wide receiver two flex consideration. Um, yep. High-end wide receiver two if he gets on a roll. Um, there's also Isaiah McKenzie. I'm not quite confident in him yet. No, but... I think I think he's a little too touchdown dependent yeah. on me at the moment. Um, but I think he, he merits a flex consideration if either one – of the starters or either right, one of the so let me give you let me out. give you an option here if you had to start tony pollard or isaiah mckenzie in your flex pollard 100 pollard 100 yeah. pollard. that's not even a question for me that's pollard um just because i i've seen how they've been using pollard out of the backfield and i think he is i think he's going to be used more in the passing game as the year goes on so yeah especially with you know amari cooper leaving and all they've got is cd lamb and um gallup so um, i get that um tight inside you're starting you're starting derrick henry derrick henry. henry um Tannehill. I'm not too confident in anymore. I um, he's not see this is this is an example of yeah. I rather go Davis Mills over Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I I like the idea of possibly stashing Dontrell Hilliard. Um, I I think it's possible. I think he was just a, a touchdown vulture. There's really only one person I would stash on this offense. Okay. Kyle Phillips. Yes. Yeah. He did really well. He was he came in clutch. Came Almost in clutch. Like, he, had, he had nine targets. You know, you know what he reminded me of? Adam Thielen on the Vikings. 
Like you know, you know, he does have that kind of style. Yeah, he he's got reliable hands. He's very consistent, and he is, uh, from what I saw, a pretty good route runner. That's a, so. that's a good comparison because I was really struggling in our draft process to in our rookie week to figure out a good comparison for Kyle Phillips. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Again, this is one person we're high on. This is one person yeah. I'm saying, I think Kyle Phillips can legitimately be a league winner for you. Yeah, Stash him now because I, I think if he has another solid game, I think a lot more fantasy owners are going to be like honed in on that. So well, it's a get it's get him now while, while yeah. you can. Well, and something else that I, I want to point out is Traylon showed up. Traylon yeah, he did. He so, showed up in a, a, a very good very pleasing way like i wasn't expecting to see much of him and the fact that Traylon showed up makes me want to makes it me feel okay to drop robert woods mm-hmm. yeah i was not happy with robert woods no it's up. just the performance of burks and great. phillips was basically said i'm all out on woods yeah, I don't care if he if he is the only veteran presence at receiver. I think yeah. Burks and Phillips have bigger upside and probably more opportunities. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm good on Woods. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bobby Trees. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving last on. Last game: Vikings Eagles. I'm gonna go with Eagles first. Yep. Locks. I think Miles Sanders. Yep. Sanders is a, a lock. Sanders uh, is a lock. Their quarterback. Oh my Hurts. God. It's late. Jalen Hurts. It's late. My brain is all. Yeah. yeah so Jalen Hurts is a lock. I think AJ Brown is uh, a lock. Brown is a lock. I think um, Goddard is a lock as well. Goddard. Yeah. He was a. He was he was great last week. I think uh, he he really surprised me. How are you feeling on Devonte well Smith? That was something I did not like seeing was Devontae Smith not really even used. Yeah. Um, I, I think they'll have to go to him. Think. I think they'll have to go to him, but I think consider to, to so don't start him this week is what yeah. I would say. I would rather I would rather give him a week to, to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And then make your judgment from there. He's not a drop candidate. He's too good to be dropped right now, in my opinion. Yeah, but he may be someone to where I think your season long expectations will be determined by this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, he's kind of a a stash and like wait. Yeah, patience is needed with him. Um, Vikings Vi- on the Vikings side. Who is more of a lock this year than Justin Jefferson? Like, holy crap. The man is just Adam Thielen. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, even you don't, you don't hear this a lot coming from Aaron Rodgers, but he right after the game was like, this man's legit. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I, I kid you crazy. not. I kid you not. Literally everything we hoped Justin Jefferson would be, yeah, was not only was not only true, but then some. Yeah. I think that we're we're in another Cooper <clears throat> Cup plus kind of year, yeah. 
and that just gets me excited honestly and and you know that is one of my worst memories of being in fantasy football is jj's first year i had him in a redraft league and i drafted him in one of the really late rounds and, and you I, dropped that's when he was a he was a third string behind bc johnson and adam thielen and i was like I, it got to week three i think week two or week three and he hadn't really been used like he got a couple points and that's it and i was like okay i'm not gonna waste a bench slot on this guy that's not gonna produce well and i then- drop him and then the next week he blows up and, and is wide receiver one the rest of the year. And I'm like, oh my God, I did, I made a horrible mistake. So Ryan, you and I are experiencing yeah. deja vu because I did the exact same thing. And yeah. literally he is my reason. I give people a three week sample size. Yeah. Just literally because, but at the end of week two, I was like, I am, I am getting hurt. Yeah. I am running out of spots. I have to drop him. And someone got lucky, picked him up. <laughs> and got him yeah. as a keeper now and the, the end of the story i did end up trading for him so it, it, <laughs> it, it all works out in the end but it I ended had, up costing you yeah it ended up costing me because i had him for free i yeah. literally had him for free and then i just messed up on it and i'm yeah. just like oh man <laughs> but um i think the really only the two locks on this vikings team are cook and jj i think you could I, I would definitely if, if, stream cousins. Can I say one thing though? Yeah. I think Dalvin Cook might be a trade for candidate. <laughs> and I think it's because if you have doubt if someone has Dalvin Cook, they're probably tilting right now the fact that he only got like nine points. Mm-hmm. But he ran the ball really well. He just didn't get a touchdown or a lot of passing work. But really that game was over by JJ's second touchdown. Yeah. Honestly, if if you know the fantasy owner of Dalvin Cook is tilting, do whatever you can to get Dalvin Cook. Because I think, he, he, especially with just the light and workload a little bit, I don't think he's going to be as hurt. Yeah, I think that would be a move where you go, yeah, that's your guy. If you don't have a solid running back too, Dalvin Cook's the guy. Because and you just have to wait oh, and just sure. see how that how the owner is feeling on it. Because <clears throat> if the own if the fantasy owner's patient, you're you're not he's not dropping Dalvin Cook. No, but if the fantasy owner is tilting about it or like really concerned, yes, buy into capitalize. that concern, capitalize, capitalize make a trade. But I promise you, the touchdowns will come yep. for Dalvin Cook, and, and he's not it, he's not yeah. done with that passing offense like yeah he's, he's not, not done. done i think he's still going to be utilized i i just think that jj was on fire and koc yeah. was going feed him feed him yes feed him. and it was just so and it, and it was that first impression to be like no i am not like the other coaches yeah, yeah. and yeah, exactly and i think he didn't want to let up on the gas i think yep. he was like we're this is our field we're going to show our nfc north rivals this year like the true the only true competition that we have in the nfc north we're gonna show them what we're made of this year and i think that's why he did what he did so 
that is our week one or week two oh, preview and and you're right uh, we got one so, we got one more category yeah. oh, we, we got, got one, one more yeah we got oh, one bus more. sleeper lock yes sir so lock. okay yep all righty you want me to start or you start um you start you start bus i'm gonna go for, through okay the bus for me is kind of easy unfortunately mm, i'm going to say okay. cd lamb yeah i i would agree with you on that um i'm not too confident in in what he's got no um, i'm not either i'm also <laughs> i'm going to say um a bust the bust for me you might not agree with this but uh derrick henry for this week oh i think he's going to bust because he's going up against that Bills defense. Okay. Solid Bills defense. And I think they're going to be play, trying to play catch up. So that is such a gutsy call. They're I not. You for. I don't think they're going to be running the ball. They're not going to be able to do their bread and butter. I think the Bills, their game plan is going to be to come out shooting and outgun the titans because there's just no like, amount of roughing rushing that will be able to catch up with that offense on if top they play yeah, like I, they did against, against on top of that i like that pick also because the bills interior d-line was completely is way stronger than in years past so yep. i don't i think it may be tougher for derrick henry to get going i like that pick yeah honestly we need to start like keeping a tally <laughs> We need to. We need to. Okay. Um, sleeper? What's your sleeper? My sleeper right now. Who is it? That is a good question. Oh, I know my sleeper. I know my hmm. sleeper. I'll go ahead and do mine. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Curtis Samuel. I like how they used him. I think he's a he's sneaky. Yep. I think he's going to be sneaky good this week, um, especially against the Lions. That they the Commanders can pretty much do anything they want against that Lions. Uh, D. Okay, so, so I hmm, okay, so let's see. I'm going to say Allen Robinson is my is my sleeper, just okay. because I don't think you'll have a great game, but I think you'll have a decent game but my true sleeper i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat here and give two is gonna be alan lazard okay 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 i can see that i can see it um all right who's your lock oh shoot man i'm I have a lot. I, ha I have I have a easy answer for me. Okay, go ahead. It's Travis Kelsey. That's mm. my lock. If anything, week one yeah, show that he's option game. one. Yeah. yeah, he's option one. In a high scoring game, I I get that. I get that. Um. Ooh 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 ooh. I think a lock is Chase, Jamar Chase. Uh, against ooh, the Cowboys I like that D. pick. 
they got picked apart. Now, this is just off the top of my head. So, this was literally, I was going through a list, and I was like, you know what? I got a good feeling about Chase this week against the Cowboys. Um, no, Chase is a good pick, because I yeah. think Chase, as good as Trayvon Diggs is, I think Chase just does enough to get his. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, and, and Joey B is always looking for him. Always. So. Yeah. All right. I love it. That is okay. the week two preview, everybody. Thank you again for listening to the Last yeah. Place Fantasy Podcast. Um, just remember, we will be having a weekend episode right before week two, just to tell you important news to be careful about. We will have that up and ready for you as soon as possible. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe this video. And again, use Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to send us either lineup suggestions, waiver suggestions, trade suggestions. We want to hear what you guys are thinking and just to kind of throw some input out there to you. And we also yep. just sometimes, honestly, there's been times I've seen comments that put a different perspective on a player and I've actually oh. followed that advice too. And so yeah. I definitely, I we just want that space to be people just sharing information. Uh, so don't forget to comment or just come up with, uh, or have if you have any ideas, don't forget to hit us up there. At last place FP or last yep. place fantasy podcast. So hit, hit us up. Like Josh said, we want to create a forum for people to come in and be able to, to share and get some advice from either us or other people. So come and do that. Yep. And so I am Josh. That's my co-host Ryan. Thank you again for listening to our week two preview and we'll see y'all very soon.